to episode 333 of Bunta Vista, and you're watching BNN. Here we are in the year 2032. You're watching our presidential election coverage. Donald Trump has again won the Republican primaries by a landslide, of course allowed unlimited terms under the 342nd Amendment passed a few years ago. We're about to find out who our Democratic nominee will be. It's been a tight race here between Emerald Fennell, Mr. Beast, The Office Season 3, and a heckin' doggo. Let's turn to one of our election analysts. Ben, thank you for joining us. Uh, ben, we have seen one of our uh, Republican candidates, Ted Nugent. He's dropped out after being called Mr. Ugly Balls by the POTUS. Um, what do you think it's going to take, you know, with that sort of uh, – what sort of strategic avenue do you think the Democrats can take to tackle something like this? They're going to need uh, to get someone that is a better bully than Trump. And frankly, I don't think that's possible. I can't imagine one. No. He's just so good at making up nicknames that don't make any sense, but you're like, wow, that is good. That's like when you really can funny. absolutely demolish a man just by calling him Sleepy Joe, and you're like, fuck. That <laughs> guy's <is> so sleepy. He's <laughs> so right. He nailed it. I like that they're um the Democrats are just actively courting the the millennial vote. That's really nice. That's a really specific demographic yeah. there. They love yeah. heckin' doggos and the office. Season three. That's so true. That is yeah. so true. That's why yeah. you're here. You're an expert. Yeah, skinny jeans. If they put up skinny jeans as the <laughs> bloody candidate, it'd win in a landslide. Oh, that's so true. Let's check in with one of our rejected Republican candidates, Chad Memphis, also known as Andrew. <laughs> now, Chad, there's a lot of issues facing Americans today, you know, woke, gender, mm. price of like price of refilling your Dodge Ram, mm. gas. What do you think America needs right now? Less woke. Finally. Just less, less woke. woke. Yeah. Yep. 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 I'm not going to define it, it. I'm not going to define it. If you don't know what that is by now, for all the years I've been talking about it, that's on you. Less that's woke. You. No rainbows. No, no rainbows. cupcakes. Just no woke. We're closing down Target. No gender theory. No. No gender. No gender. Oh, wait. Is that woke? Oh. <laughs> This interview is over. <laughs> You've been stopped. Also with me, I've got a very special guest today. He's a TV writer. He's an author. He's just had his first novel published, and he's wearing a Joe Biden four more years t-shirt. Now, former President Biden did actually pass away in 2024 due to having a wet brain. <laughs> we still appreciate your passion. It's a friend of the BNN, James Colley. Hi, James. Hello. Thank you I, for joining I, us. I fully stand behind uh, my Joe Biden support because I think uh, what your analyst mentioned earlier is that Trump is an excellent bully and the only way for a candidate to get around that is for them to not be fully aware of what is happening around them at any mm-hmm. single time. Mm-hmm. So having, it's almost like having a like a, um, Professor X style force field, but it's your own lack of understanding of anything that's being hap- like happening to you as your weekend at Bernie's through the Democratic <laughs> primaries. You're not letting the haters touch you when you're <laughs> yeah, Joe Biden, yeah. <laughs> he calls him Sleepy Joe and and Joe turns back and goes, are you my son? How do I know you? <laughs> it's so good watching people like scramble to defend Biden as well. Like I, I know based on how the presidential election went, there must be like a ton of people in the US that are like, you know what? I fucking love that guy. Yeah. But I don't know any of those people. So, like, 
when they're you see people there, come out huh? of the woodwork to be like, who cares if he doesn't know like which war in the Middle East we're up to <laughs> currently? He wears leather jackets and aviators. I love that guy. He's cool. I Remember he was like friends with Obama? Remember they like <laughs> Remember did like Obama? funny, cool stuff? Ice cream. They, they gave each other ice cream or something. I don't know, but it seemed fun. His dog okay. keeps killing Secret Service agents. Great. Can you think about how cool it is to give the world's largest military to one of two men, neither of whom you'd trust with a whippersnipper, but for entirely <laughs> different reasons? Yeah, like you're taking scissors out of that guy's hands. And, oh, granddad, granddad, I'll do that. I'll do that. Just go back to like choosing how we're going to do the Pacific Theater when the next war breaks out. <laughs> What if they hit me up? Joe Biden in skinny jeans. How we're talking? Now we're yeah. talking. No, nah, nah, he's got too thick a hog. You think the analyst didn't think about that? <laughs> oh man, you get him into a pair of like Wrangler stove pipes, beautiful dick print on the front, mm-hmm. and you know he's wearing a leather bomber jacket and aviators, and he's driving like a, a two seater convertible from the sixties. Dress him like the bear guy. Like he's got the white shirt, yeah, like the yeah. bear guy. Like, like Jeremy Allen White, is that? Yeah. Him? Oh, the guy from the bear? The yeah. bear Not the guy that Not gets killed at the end of Grizzly Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you're onto something, the Lucy. the suit. <laughs> Re- recreate Jeremy Allen White's Calvin Klein campaign, but with Joe Biden. Yeah. 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 That's what America wants. That's what America needs. Bring America together. <laughs> I think Biden's dick print could save America. <laughs> I think he's, start my- the debate. Start the debate. He's in the he's in the stovepipes. He's um, but he's got like a long T, you know. <laughs> he's he's got a long T. He's looking like Soldier Boy in two thousand and three, like a then- scoop cut as well on the neck, like yep, a scoop yep. neck. Mm-hmm. But then a low, you know, when it's not a straight cut on the hem at the bottom of the long shirt as well. Yeah, and yeah. then like during the debate. Maybe halfway through, when he's making a point, he steps out from behind the podium, and he's still talking. Tucks the front of the shirt in. Ooh. Dick print comes out. Bang! <laughs> America will not know what Dick hit print. them. Landslide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as much as like, as much as Trump is the funniest president to ever happen, mm-hmm. Biden's on the Mount Rushmore. He like he's super like things it's like you funny. know have. How many genders are there? There's at least three. That's super funny. And yeah. ha- having like just the bit of American president who occasionally whispers so quietly you didn't catch what he says is a fantastic <laughs> bit. I don't think we've explored enough of being like, now it's very important that we, so I bombed Cambodia. <laughs> like you just catch every other word that the most powerful person in the world says. It's fantastic. If, if he was in like a drama, he would have a lot of like – I think it would be compelling to have someone who's perpetually lost in reveries. Like, <laughs> if it was anyone other than the president and he's, like, in the middle of telling you something and then you can see he's, like, going back through 60 years of his life in his mm. mind while he was ostensibly talking to you. would be like, wow, that guy has so much depth. But instead, he's just, like, giving a talk at a brewery or whatever and it's just, like, <laughs> beer, <laughs> beer. <laughs> That's that's for like that should be their big surprise at the end of the election is that everything he's mumbled about was a hundred percent true all along. Like here, we're introducing out corn pop. Here's the ghost of the French president. All this shit actually <laughs> happened, and he's been really on it all the time. Oh man, the corn pop thing is just truly one of the most amazing things. That's really good. Any like state leader has ever said just a story about like a crime that 
not, sorry, not even a crime, an incident that sounded like it happened in the 20s, which based on my understanding of how old he is, cannot be true. America's first greaser president. He's- <laughs> he lives the way Stephen King writes, like the first three chapters of his book, of just like old-timey cool America being accosted by teens. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Black Joe Biden teens, is kind presumably. of... Um, we watched uh, we watched Singing in the Rain with one of our kids. Oh, last what a wonderful night. picture! It it is absolutely wonderful. But um, me and Elna were both saying every time we see it, we we cop the same thing because it's a movie from a reasonable time in our past, like reasonably far back. <clears throat> but it's also set in their past. So every mm. time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, this movie is from silent film era, and it's not. At all, <laughs> yes. it's like it's like a solid yeah. forty years after that. I thought you know? Happy Days was from the nineteen fifties for yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, of yeah, my yeah. life. I, I did too when I was twelve. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah so like I'm saying out when totally. you watch that '70s show and you like, how old is Ashton Kutcher? The, <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. The the film quality is incredible. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm saying that I think Joe Biden has Happy Days syndrome. Yes. Mm, yeah, absolutely. where you believe yeah. that that events in his past took place much farther back than they possibly could have. Yeah, I think he has Samuel Beckett Happy Day syndrome, in which he is not permitted to die. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> he's happy days and confused. Yeah. <laughs> They're keeping him alive things. against his will, I reckon. Oh my god, he's on oh, like yeah. the presidential cocktail of illegal drugs. Yeah, he's on stuff. He's he's never even heard about. Luke Skywalker tank, you know. (laughs) He's got the thing in his mouth and there's bubbles all around him. (laughs) That's when we should do the Jeremy Allen White photo shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just, I get the impression that Trump was like immediately got signed in, went to like the presidential physician and was like, give me everything. Like, he wanted it, but Biden doesn't know he's on the super cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. He has no idea that like the lumpy bits in his eggs are ground up pills. Maybe, um, maybe <laughs> gone real long on Joe Biden here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Full... that guy's old. <laughs> hey, don't vote for Joe Biden. You know what? Don't vote. If you're an American listener listening to this, just don't, don't do it. Vote. We don't. It's optional get... for a reason. We get fined <laughs> by our fascist government if we don't vote. We would yeah. love to have the opportunity to just not vote. It'd be beautiful. Yeah. Um, what if Joe Biden's memory is actually perfect, but <laughs> it is just a side effect of the cocktail of drugs he's being given to oh. make him forget being given the drugs? Yes. Mm. Yeah. I think that's probably what it is, yeah. It's the only way they can keep him in operating shape, but he's also too staunchly Catholic to, to say, <laughs> yes, give me the drugs. Donald Trump, no problem with that. <laughs> Yep. Uh, To summarize, Joe Biden is too Catholic to be president. Hey. uh, (laughs) No, he's too Catholic to party with. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Hey, if either of those guys end up uh, as president again, that would be the one thing that we didn't want to happen. Two things, I guess. Anyway, it's time for this is the one thing that we didn't want to happen. This is the one thing we didn't want to happen. Now, this was uh, sent in to us from uh, a listener in Sweden uh, who has sent us an article in Swedish, um, mm-hmm. but they have told us that the, the sort of the Google Translate does a sufficient job of conveying the story here. Um, so here we go. This is from 
the Swedish newspaper Mitt i Stockholm, mm-hmm. blasting became mere mysterious poop cannon. Blasting became mysterious poop cannon. Blasting became mysterious poop cannon. That's right. It was entered into the canon of mysterious poop. <laughs> it is fact. That's right. Uh, on Wednesday evening at 9.40 p.m., the it's not really the evening, is it? Uh, the blast for the subway hold construction. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we disputing that 9.40? I agree with Ben here. You don't think, think 9.40 p.m. is evening? No, evening I think it's somewhere time. in the progression from, yeah, afternoon into nighttime. Early nighttime is evening. Evening doesn't extend until late at night. Oh, so, five, sorry, you're saying, it's seven. Al- you're saying it's already night. I'm saying it's well into night at 9.40. Oh, yeah. see, to me, evening is night, you know? Evening is... Evening is night. Are we all Googling night. the dictionary definition of evening Yeah, right I've been now. using evening for this- a very... Sp- Weirdly, this came up in, I imagine this is a cultural difference because it came up in my Zoom German class this week that they do not, uh, oh, I'll give you a second to dry hold yourself. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That they do not uh, differentiate that night is night and night goes on in, well into the night. Oh, that's quite that's interesting. Fair. Yeah, it says here evening is the period of time at the end of the day, usually from about 6 p.m. to bedtime. Okay, so okay, nine 9.40 is pre-bedtime for a lot of us, I'd like to believe. That is true. I think, oh, hang on, no, but Wikipedia says oh. it's a period of the day that begins at the end of daylight and overlaps with the beginning of night. Jeez. Thank you for having me so on that's for what the I'm most saying. boring <laughs> episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is what people want to hear. We're going to get to the bottom of this one way or the other. Okay. Oh, no, I think we can clear this up, actually. Here okay. we go. Okay. Uh, okay. It's derived from the Old English Efnung, meaning the coming of evening, sunset time, around sunset. So I think we can all agree I was correct. And James, yeah. you've you've written a book, so you know about more than one word. Is that is that true? <laughs> no, it's actually one word over and over again. <laughs> Evening repeatedly. I already I learned about that word. This is boring. <laughs> In a social context, the Oxford English Dictionary defines evening as the time from about 6 p.m. or sunset, if earlier. No, no. Anyway, I, I think it has a specific meaning. If you think you know what evening means, oh, run God, into mailbag at bontavista.com and explain <laughs> no. it to Ben. Don't, don't do it. Please do. Mailbag at bontavista.com. Uh, on Wednesday evening at 21.40, the blasts for the subway construction under Berkistan reached Vikingertan. Uh, but the shockwave moved more than just mountains. Loads of dog poo bags were suddenly ejected from a deep pipe. Oh, no. <laughs> I do like it. still feels like you buried the lake. Because moving a mountain's pretty big. That's huge, yeah. yeah that's Don't just say just. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get a few of these, I think, maybe from the, the machine translation. Uh, quote, the contents simply flew up into the air and onto the street. It ended up on cars, a facade, and on the sidewalk. We were told by the Condominium Association that it even flew over the roof and landed in the courtyard. There is power in the explosions, says Emma Salman, press officer for the new subway. Can't argue with that. This is the subway restaurant, right? Yes, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) They're expanding it by like five square meters and they started demolishing one of the walls. The sandwich artists have turned to outsider sandwich art and now they're throwing (laughs) shit around. 
Uh, quote, imagine that you have a balloon filled with soft mass and then you okay, throw stop. it as hard. Whoa, 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 whoa. I need to imagine this. I have a balloon mm-hmm. filled with soft mass. Yeah, okay. not, not a gas. Picture but it. A, a soft Rotate ball. it. Soft I'm solid. the happiest man on earth. Okay, go on. <laughs> now, what's, what kind of soft mass are we talking and how stinky is it? I want mm. to imagine the stinkiness of the soft mass. Quite is the mm. answer. Uh, imagine that you have a balloon filled with soft mass and then you throw it as hard as you can against a house wall or a car. Why? I'd be killed. <laughs> what an incredible thought experiment. <laughs> uh, maybe not all, but many bags have burst. It is estimated that around 50 bags of dog poo were thrown away. Okay. Yeah. Well, you Are you guys forming them? like a clear picture in your mind of what's happened here at this Just point? Bags of dog poo. have Some have exploded, not all. Yeah, but from what happening? From a, a blast underground. Yeah. Why was the dog poo down there? <laughs> mm, oh, I bet you would love to know why the dog poo was down there. I would love to there. know that. Uh, residents in the area are used to explosions in the subway in the evening. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Do things huh? pretty different is, over in Sweden. This is where Bane lives. <laughs> Just every That's so right. often. <laughs> this is specifically what Stockholm Syndrome refers to. <laughs> Uh, a resident of the house who was hit describes the sound after the explosion as if something came loose from the facade. Quote, In the morning, there was poop all over the courtyard and poop in the trees. Oh. Someone who looked out said there was smoke coming from the pipe. Someone could have died if they walked right in front of it when it happened. It's good pressure, I guess. Pretty undignified way to die. Luckily, no one was hurt. But there were some rocks and tombstones in there too. But the fun was the poop. All right, I'm sure you have at least one question. Apparently, the one part where the machine translation falls down uh, is tombstones. tombstones. That's right, uh, which actually means empty cans. (laughs) Empty (laughs) cans. Yeah, like people chucking beer cans in the pipe with the dog poop in it. Some more sense. Yeah. So, so there's just been like a shame hole pipe where everyone, like as a culture, we're like, do you know what? That's a good place as any to put dog shit. Or is this a sewage pipe? Cigarettes. No, no, you're absolutely correct. This is a out of sight, out of mind pipe where people are like, <laughs> all right, in you go. <laughs> well, as someone who has never seen how a musket works, I'll just keep putting things down this end. <laughs> Quote, it was crazy. Kind of biblical, like with cockroaches and grasshoppers, but it was shit. It's <laughs> huh. like a plague a of shit. Plague of yeah, shit. that biblical poop plague. I'm going to send a, a army of frogs into Egypt. Well, we actually quite like frogs here. They're, you know, a useful creature. They're pretty adorable. They help with the ecosystem. Do you know what? I'm just going to flood it with shit. Yeah, just bags of dog poop. Fire shit at you. Um, at first, I thought it was a boy streak. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, it's just like a classic boy streak. Yeah, classic Good boy, band, streak, boy streak. Yeah, it was a really crazy accident, but I think they blow up way too late in the evenings. The kids basically wake up every night and get scared when they explode. It's a bit disturbing. Yeah, why are you exploding stuff at nine forty? Yeah, you can't be doing not that late in the evening. Come uh, on, yeah, that late, that early Do in the night, ex- yeah. exactly midnight. So it seems intentional. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Well, there's two zeros on the clock next to my, my bedstead, so surely they're doing that on purpose. Uh, the pipe is located at the northern end of Solvanden and sticks out about a decimeter from the ground. You absolute freaks. 
It does not belong to the subway works and should not have been included on any of the works, maps of wires and other things that are in the ground. <laughs> I'm loving this translation. <laughs> this is just like a mystery pipe. Maps of wires and other things that are in the ground. Yeah. That's no one's pipe. <laughs> uh, quote, someone or a few have probably put bags of dog poo in the pipe for quite some time. Oh, yeah. Good job, Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> You can wish that dog owners used designated waste bins and not unknown pipes, mm. says Emma Salman at <laughs> Nya Underbanen. Why are you putting your dog poo in a random pipe? You know, That's we were talking up. last Euros, week man. about right. like uh, the putting stuff down your sink because it's no longer your problem, or the person that just dumped that mattress on the street near where I work because they're yeah. just like, well, not my problem. That's exactly what's happening here. It's just people being like, it's an oh, assumption right. that someone else will fix it. Yeah, or like that the pipe just kind of doesn't matter. Like yeah. the what <laughs> yeah. goes into the pipe is just like, who cares? It's just like a pipe. It's probably not we, for anything. It goes somewhere and yeah. that's fine because it's not yeah. here. It's just such a funny thing that like, that's a natural consequence of being alive, that the world is full of lots of complexity you'll never really have to consider. But the the... The fact that there is a part where your brain just stops thinking of the flow-on results <laughs> of your actions and just being like, I put it in the pipe and then and then you're gone. You've already like walked <laughs> off. You don't give a fuck. There's no way that an explosion underground will cause this to become like the ammo in a gun that fires poop <laughs> into the air. Oh, that's so funny. Horrible potato launcher. <laughs> On Thursday morning, the region notified residents in the area of what had happened. The housing association, whose windows and facades had been covered in poo, must have them cleaned as soon as possible, according to Emma Salmon. We are begging. (laughs) Come on, please. It's not a good look for us. (laughs) Quote, people have shown great patience. They have understood that this was not something we could count on at all. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, The pipe will be plugged again, probably with concrete. I potentially see another problem arising yeah. here. <laughs> Getting vaporized by a concrete plug <laughs> blasting out at me. Quote, building in a metropolitan environment involves many challenges and a lot of surprises. However, I don't think that anyone with even the wildest imagination had anticipated this. It's very odd to say the least, says Emma Salmon. We hope that the culprit saw what happened and stopped throwing dog poo bags down unknown pipes. <laughs> Yeah, fair I, enough. This, if any, no, this would redouble my efforts. Like, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I would get my dog to shit directly into the pipe from now on. I also don't know. I mean, I've never been to Sweden, admittedly. I don't know how many other like mystery pipes you're going to find. Oh, it's basically it's the the place that Mario was based on. There are just pipes <laughs> leading every. Sometimes precious, precious coins. Sometimes horrible bags of dog shit, and you just never know. It's a real roll of the dice. Hey, Sweden, that's a pretty weird country. You know where else is a weird country? That's right, America. It's time for America Watch. This comes to us from KPNX in Arizona. The Phoenix. That's correct. Arizona miners can own guns even if their parents object. One lawmaker is looking to change that. Come on. What's fucking wrong with Come you people? <laughs> Imagine your kid comes home with a gun and there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. What up, pops? <laughs> <laughs> I've got the strap and there's nothing you can do. 
Got an Arizona I mean, senator on speed dial in my other hand. <laughs> oh, you want me to get rid of this? I actually have an expert on Arizona constitutional law that I'd like you to have a little chat with. I mean, I tried to get a pen, a pen with no other use off my um, two-year-old earliest day, and it caused a very long meltdown, and it was very difficult. And the pen has one advantage in which she can't use it to kill me mm. during that tantrum. And it feels like that this, the gun would be an, an entirely different scale of problem here. Bit of a I mean, power imbalance like, going on. John Wick Although, said she could maybe kill you with a pen. Yeah, if, or if those of you who believe in the power of poetry, perhaps. Yes, <laughs> yes, the pen truly is mightier than the sword. <laughs> Did you know that an underage child can legally possess a gun in their home in Arizona without their parents' permission? How That's old a fun are we talking? You know? Yeah, that is a fun little QI style what do you mean bit of by trivia. Child. It's yeah. specifically one child. It's and there's <laughs> one. one there's a raffle each week, and they Did put it up like the Vietnam Jayden? draft. <laughs> Congratulations, Jaden! <laughs> it's a quote glitch in Arizona law that was called to attention by County Attorney Rachel Mitchell. Great name. Uh, Mitchell explained law in 2023, which states a child under the age of 18 can legally possess firearms on private property that is owned or leased by their parent or guardian without that parent or guardian's permission. Mitchell said that law enforcement agencies have received calls from parents asking them to take guns away from their children, but the officers couldn't do anything because it would be against Arizona law. Awesome. Just John Wick, <laughs> your kids. Fuck. John Wick, your child. Yeah, flip it out, take it out behind him. Yeah, throw the Bang. the gun at them <laughs> once you've emptied the clip. Yeah, <laughs> this is just nuts. Can you imagine getting to a point like the other things that must have happened first to where you've called the police and you've been like, "Look, Jaden has the strap. Okay, he's got his get you now, and I need you to get this off him." Sorry, I just said, Jaden's got a Glock. Jaden's got a Glock. He's got the Glock. It's just insane that, like, in fucking <laughs> boys movies. got a beagle. In James movies Packen. and shit, every single US cop is like, look, throw the rule book away. I've got to finish this case. And in this one, they're like, eh, sorry, technically he's allowed to have the gun. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I think they will always choose whether or not to take that approach based on whether it means they have to like get up out of their chair. <laughs> Fucking hell. Like, because obviously before you're calling the police about this, you're saying to your kid, hey, hey, champ. Look, your mum and I have had a talk um, and we just don't think it's the right time for you to have the Glock. So we're just going to take the Glock off you for a little bit. We'll keep it in the gun safe with our guns, but just you don't get to keep it in your room so you can spin it on your finger. And the kid has said nothing. No. <laughs> They've pulled the, the thing back on the gun menacingly. You've gone, great talking to your pal. Really love our little catch-ups. I'm going to go back into the den. And then he's gotten on the phone and he's called the police and the police have said, you're walking, fucked. Walking into my kid's room to have a little heart-to-heart and he's just pulling back the slide to look in the <laughs> chamber over and over. He's got the blindfold on, pulling it apart and putting it back together. <laughs> this is this is a parenting skill issue. You would know, like, what you do is you you tell them, if you give me this gun... After dessert, I'll give you two guns, yes. and that's easy. And then mm. you do have to give them two guns because that's a promise, you know. Or you, you can't say five more minutes, just five more <laughs> minutes with the gun, then I'm going to come and take it off you. 
I have actually heard that depending on the socioeconomic level of the child, they sometimes will just take the one gun instead of waiting for the two guns later. <laughs> I didn't know that. It's very interesting, Ben. Yeah. Uh, have a really long conversation with the worst people you know about the marshmallow test. It's great because there's like several layers of gotchas now where people are like, well, actually, that study was like this. They're like, well, actually, the study that found out that it was like that is like this now. It is funny that people get very technical about that when when you go into like any kind of 70s psychology, it's essentially like, we're going to bang a gong behind a baby's head and just see what that does. (laughs) (laughs) Babies are scared of gongs. Okay, (laughs) got it. It's crazy how big the like corpus of research we got from the 60s and 70s when they were just making like no ethics considerations. We're we're still using that data because there's no way to replicate those studies without like borderline killing someone. Abusing children. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, oh, we know how deeply flawed that study was, but we can't do it again. So we're stuck (laughs) with the results from that one. Turns out they only let you dog tooth your kids one time. (laughs) Just one time. Quote, we have parents that are calling the police saying, we don't want our children to have a gun. Well, <laughs> oh, you don't love America? You don't love America? Get a bigger gun. Yes. <laughs> yes. If the only thing that can stop a disobedient child with a gun is a good parent with a much larger gun. <laughs> yeah. If he's got his Glock, you've got to come in and say, I need you to take your dirty washing through to the laundry and say it while you are holding a 12-gauge pump-action shotgun. You know? It's, it's, it's so hard for American parents. They go in, they see their kid holding a gun, and they say, no, not here, only at school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try it. Not for home. Be really funny to stuck in like a be stuck in a no country for old men style like pursuit with your kid, constantly trying to be the one that's one step ahead so that you can get them to do stuff. <laughs> like the kid's like, "Fuck, I don't want to do homework today." You know what? I'll just help hold mum and dad up at gunpoint. But it turns out they've already climbed into the ducks, and they're standing behind the kid with the gun, being like, "Guess what? You are doing your homework. You got the drop on him." They've only had their kids because their grandparents have you in sniper position right now. <laughs> we want grandchildren. You're going to do it. If you try and find where our sniper's blind is, we pull the trigger. Don't even look. <laughs> Been in there for 30 years now. Uh, and so we've asked the legislation to take a look at that, says Mitchell, uh, to fix that loophole, <laughs> not to take anybody's rights away of lawful gun ownership or responsible gun ownership. But when the parents don't want their child to have a gun in the parents' home, they should be able to address that. Yeah, and this person is probably considered kid. like a fringe lunatic in America for saying yeah. this. It's so funny how much you have to dance around that. You can't just be like, yeah, no, kids kids shouldn't have a gun. That's crazy. Let's fix this. It has to be like, hey, 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 hey. All right, everyone calm down. I understand a lot of you have guns right now. <laughs> I'm not coming for those ones. I would like the specific one that Jaden has and is currently firing indiscriminately into a playground. <laughs> yeah, there's just no way to like do it without 100 caveats <laughs> to be like, hey, your 12-year-old shouldn't be able to be like, no. I'm keeping it. Pow, 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 pow. I was reading about the uh, the chair of the Michigan Republican Party the other day. She, um, there, there's like some kind of very mild gun control laws being passed, and she started doing posts about the Holocaust and how this is the same as the Holocaust. Oh. Uh, and everybody said, uh, "Don't, don't," including like you know. Republican people and she went no I will not apologize 
because this is what they did. This is what they did. They took all the guns. And the gun law is just like, put your gun in a safe in your own house. Like, I don't... Seems pretty reasonable. I don't get how that's taking the gun off you. It's just it's just gun storage regulations and background checks. Like, these are still related to letting you have the gun. Yeah. Hmm. Still, you're still getting sold the gun, you know? But hey. Yeah, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, it should this, be. This lady... This is this lady's reaction, Ben, is is going to be the same too. Should your child not be pointing a Glock at you? I'm I'm into uh, uh, tech solutions for all of these because mm-hmm. I believe our billionaires are our betters, and mm. um, I think you have to look to kind of the Uber model, where in an ideal world, none of us own guns, but all of us can request a gun at a moment's notice that will be delivered into our hands. Yes, yeah. fifteen minute gun cities. You're never more than fifteen <laughs> minutes away from a gun. That is every American city. <laughs> I hate the surge pricing on the bullets, though. That's really... <laughs> That's how they get you. When everyone wants to shoot each other yeah. and it just gets too expensive. <laughs> I just genuinely might solve some problems over there. Uh, now one Arizona lawmaker wants to close the loophole. HB 2819, which would update the law... Fantastic uh, pencil. <laughs> That's the softest pencil I've ever heard of. <laughs> Uh, the bill states that minors can possess guns on private property only with the permission of their parent or guardian. Violating the law would be a felony. That's so expected. insane. You're still saying a child can own a gun. Like oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not balancing oh, that one out. You're just healthy, oh, responsible tween gun ownership is what <sighs> America is built on. It's also a great little caveat in there that like, if, if you don't obey this, if the child still takes a gun, then it's a felony and enjoy a life in the prison system, buddy. Oh, this is yeah, how America right. solves problems. Fuck, is it a felony? We're giving a child a felony. But is it a felony for the child or the parent? Well, it's without the parent's permission. Surely oh, they can't. Okay. Yeah. You have to charge the child at that point. That's <laughs> so dog shit. Just to be like, hey, buddy, okay, I've, I've asked you three times. We've spoken about this. You go to the slammer, sorry, pal. Oh, it's, it's such a shame because you had the big the big game this weekend. But I guess you go on you go upstate. You made a big, sad choice today. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not having fun. We're not laughing right now, buddy. This is actually very serious. Nobody's laughing. You're having detention in the pokey. You're about to get shivved. The county lockup. Yeah. Shame. They could have given me the gun. Uh, that probably is going to cause some interesting interpersonal problems. Yes. Trying to get the gun off your child. There's another segment where we look at interesting interpersonal problems, and that is paging Dr. Lucy. If you find that you are having a little relationship trouble, just to pick up your telephone and dial it on the double. You call 1-800-317-5155 Now you're paging Dr. Lucy From r slash relationship advice I, 33-year-old female, discovered my 31-year-old male boyfriend used chat GPT to text me. All right. Dope. That's a problem. Oh, oh yeah. 
There we go. My boyfriend gave me access to his chat GPT because he uses the paid version and he thought this would be better for me to use if I have questions about my business or at work. It is better. <laughs> Just to it not is ask better, him. <laughs> you keep asking me stuff. I've got something that will work for both paid of us. It. Just talk to my robot. Just talk to the robot. <laughs> Tell you know a guy loves you when he gives you access to his chat his GPT paid chat tokens. GPT. Yeah. yeah. You don't know what's in there. Uh, I regrettably scrolled down to previous <laughs> chats and found the ones about us were him asking the AI to write a response to my texts and specifically texts that texts that required empathy, apology, and understanding. Oh, so arguments like you you asked Chat GPT about about your arguments in your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I I feel like your first idea is like that if you have to go to Chat GPT to sound more human, like this is this is the most yeah, that a relationship can get. Do some reflection. Uh, I always loved these long, loving texts and complimented how good he was with words, only to discover he never wrote them. It makes them feel not genuine and just wrong. I know I discovered in an incorrect way. He didn't. It's not like he went through his phone, like he. He gave, gave you his the chat phone. GPT. This was a private message between him and the robot that runs his life. <laughs> it was. It's so fucked. It would be so, so fucked to find out that the only times that you were like, "Wow, that's surprisingly sweet of him." He's really yeah. thoughtful. I feel a real connection. This with is these he does words. understand me. Yeah. This, this is, is the first time he's sounded like he cares. This is like the plot of her with a like meat sack in between. (laughs) Got a a person delivering the robot's comments to you. I want him to express how he feels without AI. I understand using the software for advice and many other things. But some things need to have that human unique element. I'm not sure how to broach this conversation or really think about this. I'm sure it had no ill intent. But regardless, it's not okay. How should I bring this up to my boyfriend? This is a super funny argument to have with him because, you know, in a difficult social (laughs) situation, his first response is going to be like you'd reach for a pistol. He's going to try and reach for chat GPT. (laughs) How do I respond? Ready to do the funniest possible response. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to come back to you. Oh, I've got to shit so bad. (laughs) He keeps a second iPad strapped to the toilet like Godfather. I believe this one uh, fully. This is real. 100%. Yeah, this one's real, hundred percent. I it that just depresses me so much. Like, wouldn't you prefer someone being inarticulate but like sincere? This is just nothing. This is like someone who's being like, "Oh fuck, she needs me to say something meaningful." Oh, I've got ten spare seconds. Here you go. Dog It'd be shit. so funny to see just how like uh, dismissive the prompts are. Like uh, phrases too calm, unruly, bitch wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think what's what's probably the bleakest thing about this to me is that this probably requires the same investment of time, like yeah. to to yeah. get the message, read it, halt, you know, do a long press and copy the text. And then open up your chat GPT app and then write a prompt and paste the thing in and then to wait for it to generate it and then copy it back out and send it back to the girlfriend and everything. Like you've already done more work than thinking for for a few seconds. 
Yeah. And let's not get her let her off the hook here. She's also an idiot. Like the um, <laughs> like it, it's like every every one of these, like you see those articles and like there's two paragraphs and they go now. Now you won't believe this, but those paragraphs were actually written by ChatGPT. You do. I would. Every time I would it sounds like that. dog shit. Yeah. It's like it's word mad libs. It's fine. Like if if you hear like the. Your boyfriend, like, you, you've been so distant lately, what's wrong? Thank you for your kindly concern, but my input suggests that I have been having a difficult <laughs> series of events. Like, this is also on you that you can be charmed by the robot. Like, this is computer jangling of keys in front of your face. But imagine how starved of having someone like, because it, it probably would be like the boilerplate chat GPT style where it starts off by sort of restating the problem, then doing its thing. Imagine just getting these and being like, oh, my God, he was actively listening. He did hear me say what the problem is, and he's articulated it before going into, you know, like, there's probably some sort of, like, absolute desperation making her willing to believe that it's real, you know? Yeah. I suppose, like, usually when you're dating a Redditor, if you tell them, like, you know, I'm having a really tough time at work, their response is like, you win the relationship today, sir. Have my gold. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I've asked, I asked ChatGPT, what should I say to my girlfriend who is mad that I used ChatGPT to write romantic messages to her? Yes! (laughs) And it's told me to be honest and explain that I wanted to express my feelings in a special way, but reassure her that your love is genuine. And I said, no, can you write it? (laughs) Hey, I used ChatGPT to help with the messages because I wanted them to be special, but I realize now it might have come off as insincere. I genuinely care about you, and I'll make sure to express my feelings from the heart moving forward. Shut up, Shut robot. Up. <laughs> I'll make off. sure not to let you know that it is me, ChatGPT, in the future. I think I hate, this, uh, I hate AI so much. I hate it. <laughs> it's so sad that somebody is having this relationship, and they're they're like their standard is so low. Some things need to have that human unique element. Do you mean your boyfriend in your relationship interacting with you? Yeah. Do you mean that like the relationship that you have? When he talks to you, you would ideally like them to be his words. I just prefer it to have a human element. Just like if sometimes, just like when we were sexting, he did it himself instead of putting it into the chat GPT. <laughs> just the important stuff. God, the thing that gets yeah. me here is that like... To get ChatGPT to respond, you have to like, like he has to know what the desired outcome is already. Like as in what he's supposed to say so he can ask ChatGPT to do it. What his girlfriend is looking for so that the response is appropriate to that. So he's having that moment of empathy theoretically regardless and they're just choosing to be like, ah, fuck it, computer. Who cares? I'm busy gaming. I'm playing League of Legends. I'm playing Dota 2 with my boys. Um, I've also been experimenting with this uh, and uh, just trying to write an apology to my girlfriend for being distant and and mention in passing that I'm also in a romantic relationship with our dog. And... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty hey girlfriend's name i've been doing some thinking want to apologize for de- being distant lately life's been a bit overwhelming and i let it affect us i'm sorry for any confusion or worry it may have caused also on a lighter note spending time with our furry friend has been a source of joy for me it's not a replacement <laughs> mm. for us just an extra dose of love thank you for your understanding that's crafty uh, 
Oh, that's pretty no. good, actually. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's nice. <laughs> that's a great way to ease that conversation into existence <laughs> later when you have to be like, it's been more than a source of joy. <laughs> <laughs> so much more. You're probably wondering why we've been running out of peanut butter. Wow. Oh, come on. <laughs> huh? What? Mm. Huh? No, unrelated. Uh, hey, one of the, the clues that your partner is in a romantic relationship with your dog might be just a change in the general smells around the house. Mm. That might be a smell that makes you go, hmm. It's time for smells that make you go, hmm. Truth is, I feel so fucking sad. And the truth is, stinks like sex in here. Yep, this comes to us from oh, again from KPNX, the yeah, Phoenix. The Phoenix. Uh, frustration grows over foul smell coming from Lake on a West Valley golf course. A foul smell is lingering in a Glendale neighborhood, and residents are at their wits' end. It stinks, <laughs> Helena Johnson Bodine said. Thank you, Helena. <laughs> Thank you for your input. Quote, kind Love of like Dewey a fight club. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, kind of like a raw sewage smell. Resident Graham said, "It's disgusting sometimes." Yeah, but sometimes lakes will it do hits that. Just right. Uh, People just smelt a lake. Yeah, not always good. Lakes are stinky. Uh, the odor has lingered for years in parts of the Arrowhead Ranch subdivision and has caused frustration to grow among neighbors. Graham, who only wanted to go by his first name, is one of those residents. He says the smell is constant. Is this man scared of reprisals from the lake? He's embarrassed yeah. to have smelled something stinky? Uh, yeah, it's very undignified for a gentleman. <laughs> that is undignified. Have, yeah. Yeah. He understands that swamp bad. thing is not forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, Every day, he said. <laughs> and you can smell it on the course or off the course. It really depend on, depends on the wind. I've asked all the people and they smell it all over the place. I've that. asked all the people and they smell it all over the place. Just sidling up to people to see people. what they all do the and people. don't smell. Yeah. Do you I smell like it? Do you smell it? <laughs> I like the brief stop down being like, now, if you're reading this, you probably don't know how wind works, so I'll explain it to you. Uh, it, it often pushes the smell in different directions. Uh, according to residents, it can also depend on the temperature as well. Helena Johnson-Bodine is the HOA president for Arrowhead Ranch Phase 2. She says the summer months can be brutal. Quote, sewage, toilet smell, she said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go on. Hey, Economical were their word choices. Uh, I live far away from the hole. I could smell it on my morning oh, walks. Another, this is directly opposite the Swiss town. In like, so, That's this right. is where the dog shit hole comes out. If you trace a perfect line between Sweden and North America, both in the northern <laughs> hemisphere, yeah, yeah, 
I lived far away from the hole and I could smell it on my morning walks. And we were hopeful that when it got colder, it would at least subside. And it was horrible. Uh, the culprit is to believe believed to be a pond at the sixth hole at the Arrowhead Country Club. You guys heard about the human body's sixth hole? Mm. It's crazy over there. The famed six holes. <laughs> heard it was rumoured. Yeah. It turns up in Leonard Cohen's original Hallelujah. <laughs> Quote, it's probably 200 yards long and 50 yards wide, and it's part of the hole, Graham said. <laughs> With a double part of the hole, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> The hole is beautiful. The view yes. is beautiful. And the yes. smell takes it all away. Mm-hmm. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> Josh like, a, like a butthole. Uh, well, or a pussy. Yeah, like a butt is or that, a pussy hole. Is that what you meant? That's kind of what I was that's saying. What, that's what you meant. I was talking before? about it. Uh, yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. I, I retract my laugh. I, I thought this was a family <laughs> show. <laughs> Uh, John and Bone Dean says the lakes in the area are reclaimed sewer water, which have to be treated chemically. It is believed the lake at the sixth hole isn't being properly treated. Dump him! <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably uh, treat that hole. <laughs> I'd probably treat that hole so good. Uh, which is causing the stench. Sometimes it gets so bad, she says residents can't go outside. Put a peg on your nose. Have you ever seen a cartoon or a children's movie? Put a big silly peg on it. What's yes. the problem? A big wooden peg that's one of those ones that's just got like a cut down the middle. Yeah, There's no yeah. spring involved yeah. in your it. your hole isn't being treated properly, you need a peg. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. I have that written on a tea towel. <laughs> Quote, when I first heard about it, I... When I first heard about what it was, I contacted our local member, Lauren Tomachoff, and she got right on it. And began to investigate what was going on, Johnson Bodine said. The number of compl- complaints continued to increase, so Helena and several others also met with the then Country Club general manager last September to try and find a solution. Quote, we're neighbours. We're all in a partnership. We all want to succeed, she said. <laughs> Spaceship yeah. Earth. It's, we're all in this together. Yeah. You know? It's not traditionally how neighbours <laughs> work. We all want to succeed at just like life at generally. Not, at not smelling. Yeah. We're, we're all on Something that grind. Stinky. Like you oh. are the people, the members of that residential neighborhood and the country club. You you just want to succeed. You just want success. Right? I also like to say, I alerted my member and she got right on it. And now years later, <laughs> nothing has <laughs> shifted. Happened. It's actually way it worse. still stinks. <laughs> We want everything to be beautiful. We want the mm. golf course to be successful. What can we do to help you? He said it, he was for it, and when I followed it up, he ghosted me, and I never heard from him again. <laughs> hmm. That's awesome. Just like mm-hmm. calling up your local member. He's like, yeah. Abs- oh, no, sorry. This is the, the, the general, country the club general country manager. Club yeah. manager. Like, yes, I hear you i hear what the problem is i hear how you're feeling those feelings are very valid as a response to what's occurred let's take a solutions and empathy based approach and we're going to work through this together in a way that suits us both bye bam <laughs> slam the phone down in the cradle never talk to her again immediately turning to your assistant do not ever let that person's call through again 
All right, I'm off to shit in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Residents say they're at a standstill and that the smell is lingering now, sometimes stronger than ever. Uh, 12 News reached out to the Arrowhead Country Club and owner Arcus Golf sent a statement that says... Quote, oh, okay, that's a company, not a person. Yes, Arcus <laughs> Golf is not bad. So like owns. the legendary Pokemon who invented golf. <laughs> uh, we are currently working with Arizona Lake and Pond Management, LLC. Incredible. Uh, to address the issue. Based on advice of these experts, we've been treating the lake to eradicate algae and reduce its ability to grow. We're currently awaiting lab results from lake water samples to more fully understand the root cause or causes of the unpleasant odor. During this process, we've been in contact with the city of Glendale, the club's membership and nearby residents to keep them informed of the actions we are taking. We have to have a solution in place within a couple of weeks. Quote, I mean, they say they're trying. Frustrated, though, I guess, at the results because they haven't happened yet, said Graham. Residents are now left waiting. Their patience, though, is running out. Enough is enough, Johnson Bodine said. Let's fix it and we can move forward. We're hoping they'll pay attention and instead of putting a Band-Aid, they'll actually solve the problem and prevent it from happening again. What's the Band-Aid solution to this? Like, uh, a, like can of, a can of Glen 20 with like the, the nozzle sticky taped down. I think Walk it's away. going to uh, your local reject shop and then spending like 20 bucks on those $2 packets of incense that are called like money success <laughs> and dragon strength <laughs> and weed. And uh, yeah. yeah, just light a couple of those around the edge. You'll be fine. It smells just really nice. Play actually. golf somewhere else. Yeah. Well, just don't. Get a real hobby. Vote with your wallet, yes. you know? Yes. Yes. They would close up that hole instantly if instantly. everyone started going to a competing golf course. Yeah. Or lean into it. The American towns love a gimmick. This is Stinky Town, USA. Oh, my stinky golf. God. America's stinkiest hole. Everyone would go there in a fucking instant. Arrowhead Country Club, the home of America's stinkiest hole. Oh, yeah. That's a million dollars in the bank. You've got to go have a sniff, 100%. Yeah. I went to Arrowhead Country Club and all I got to do was sniff the hole. Bam. I got my hole out at the Arrowhead Country Club. (laughs) Fucking hell. Yeah. Honestly. We should like Nathan for you style arrange this for them, <laughs> except it's actually a good idea that will make them a ton of money. Yeah. Fuck. Just send them a t-shirt design. Yeah. Be like it's free. Just think about it. Yeah. This is. I assembled some clip art assets. Uh, all the text is in Jokerman, and I think you're gonna like what you see. We do it yeah, in two colors. Calvin from Calvin the Hobbs pissing into a hole. He's pissing <laughs> on a golf course that has a hole that doesn't stink. <laughs> to indicate how bad of an idea that is compared to having a golf course with a hole that just fucking reeks. <laughs> you give the residents a little, like, you give them a hundred bucks a year, a little bit of walking around money. Bam, Hi. Problem solved. I'm Tiger Woods, and I know a thing or two about <laughs> golf and holes. And when I want the stinkiest hole I can find, I head straight to Arrowhead Country Club. <laughs> This ad cost our entire budget for the year. (laughs) We will make this back by 2060. Hopefully the hole is stinkier by then and more people come because I think that'll be proportional. Uh, I think that was technically an episode of the podcast Bunta Vista. Um, Mm -hmm. Thank you, the listener, for joining us. I'm thanking you first because you really are the most important part of this process. Without you, we'd just be four people having a conversation. So true. Oh, that sounds awful. No, that sounds terrible. Yeah, you can't <laughs> you can't do that. Four old friends talking. That'd be horrible. 
terrible. Uh, James, yes. your book just came out, I believe. The That's next true, big thing. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, available in all good bookstores or online if you would like to get it online. It's a little romantic comedy. It's actually, you know what? It's not a million miles away from a town trying to make themselves America's stinkiest hole. It's <laughs> not. It's that's pretty good as a lead into it. Are you uh, are you doing the like the book bookshop? To I'm mostly asking this out of personal interest because I want to know if you're coming up to Avid. But are you doing the in stores and readings and stuff as well? Yes. So particularly around Sydney right now, we're doing a bunch of uh, in store stuff. I'm doing a launch in Melbourne on the 23rd of February at the Wheeler Centre. That's going to be a big fun comedy night. That will then come to Sydney later and probably Brisbane and a bunch of writers festivals and stuff like that. So. If you're around, just keep an ear out and I'll be there. All right, we've Um, all got stuff going on. Yeah, we've all got projects. (laughs) Oh, yeah, go on. Yeah, we're launching um, uh, Punta Coin. Um, (laughs) 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 I'm going to make a ton of money off that guy. I mean, you're you're all going to make a lot of money when you buy the Bunta coin, right, Ben? Yes. Sorry. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's right. Money for everyone. Money for everyone. You're about to become rich as fuck. Uh, James, which of the social media sites are you still actively using? Oh, Instagram, <laughs> I guess. Jam Collie on Instagram and on Twitter. But if I'm there, you know it's not going well for me. I'm just like very <laughs> bored in a situation. Yes, yeah, that's, that's not good. Uh, any of your now long defunct podcasts rebooting at any point that people should God, keep an no. eye out for? Or? Yep, Absolutely okay. not. No. Um, they can watch uh, Gruen on ABC iView. Enjoy that. <laughs> Do they ever put you on camera? Do they ever like cut to you holding a clipboard going, Whoa! like when, <laughs> when someone does something goofy? That's outrageous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think I've been on camera once playing a janitor at the end of the season, closing down the set. Right. That is the only on-camera work I've done for them. Nice. That seems suited to your skill set. Mm. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, James. Uh, thank you again, listener. I'm going to thank you twice. Uh, it is freemium freebrewery, which means you're getting two episodes a week. Um, and if you're finding that annoying and it's not enticing you to subscribe to the Patreon... Just mark it as played the moment the second one pops up in the feed, all right? We're not trying to ruin your life. We're trying to you ruin your day. You don't have to listen to you it. You don't have to listen to both it's of them. Sunk cost like fallacy. It. It's fine. Mm. If hearing us that much is making you find us annoying, I am genuinely sorry. Don't listen to both of them. Listen to are, both like- and send Ben an email in real time. Uh, mailbag Punta Vista, just explaining how it annoys you and why. I have such a fragile sense of self. Please don't ever do anything even close <laughs> don't to that. Don't do It'll that. ruin my week. I'll be lying down in the dark. It'll be awful. Um, if you are enjoying it, though, maybe consider uh, subscribing to the Patreon if you're like, damn, I love getting an extra hour of this. But, um, yeah, otherwise, do whatever you want. We'll see you on that next episode. Have just a lovely day. Bye. Bye. Thank you.